I'm Eric Tran. I'm Kristen Atividad. And I'm Ryan Tran. And you're listening to Movie Moguls, the podcast about all things in the realm of film. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Booksmart, a coming-of-age comedy film directed by Olivia Wilde. And there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, I'm just going to start off and say that I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and it was a lot of fun, but the movie is much more in-depth than just a simple comedy film. You guys want to um, continue on that thought? Yeah, it didn't really take itself too seriously, which is nice. I think it didn't try to grasp it too much. I, I, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I thought it was pretty funny and really original. I think coming of age usually gets like saturated, especially. Oh, definitely agree years, there. Yeah. But then uh, I think Booksmart made it surprisingly original. You know. Yeah, I agree. I think it was familiar but refreshing at the same time. Yeah, I thought it had amazing, like, laugh out loud type of humor. Uh, I'm not the type to laugh out loud, honestly. You did a uh, couple <laughs> times, I heard you. Yeah, I mean, Krista knows personally. I mean, we've been dating for, like, two plus years, and I laugh out loud, like, a decent amount. But in terms of movies, TV shows, you know, and media, I, you know, I keep it to myself. You know, to my Twitter feed, I just kind of chuckle in my head. But I don't really laugh out loud. But this movie, I definitely laughed out loud so many times. It is a hilarious movie. Uh, I think Olivia Wilde did an amazing job. I think the script was incredible. Uh, I haven't seen that many movies this year, but so far this is by far my favorite movie of 2019. I didn't... I, I'm not a big like Olivia Wilde fan, as in like I don't think I've watched a lot of her films, but then I had I didn't know that she even like did director like did direct movies and i think this is a really good like that's her debut yeah this was her first and i thought she blew you know blew out of the water i think it was great yeah i haven't really watched much olivia wilde stuff either looking at her filmography i think the only thing i've seen from her is the lazarus effect and that got that did not do so well yeah. in <laughs> reviews um she's in other things but i have not really watched but yeah, her directorial debut is a great one, I would I, say. I, I remember seeing her in Tron. Mm, that's the right. Re- you won the remade Tron? Yeah. I did not watch Tron, so. I don't know why I watched Tron, to be honest. <laughs> did you watch it at school, Ryan? No, I watched it at home. Huh, interesting. Like the 2010 like, I, remake. I don't think I've watched a single Olivia Wilde movie, but, or maybe no, I have, no. but. She, she was in her. Oh, okay, okay. She's just Theodore's like, blind date. Do you remember that? Oh, she's in okay, her? yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's the blind date in her. <gasps> oh. Okay, yeah, All right. oh. really small role, but she's yeah. great in that. I think. I mean, besides that, we haven't really. <laughs> Shout out to her, fantastic movie. That's like top five movie for me of all time. But anyways, uh, going back to Booksmart, uh, I think is this generation super bad? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's like a reasonable comparison. Yeah, I've I'm, seen that. Com- yeah, I've seen that comparison a couple of times. It's like the plot is similar. It's not copying super bad, but in a way, it's um, it's a female led super bad for. Gen Z, I'd say, very relevant to you know this generation. Uh, you know, like Superbad came out like 2007 or something, I believe. Wait, is it bad that I never watched Superbad? Uh, I watched it recently, so uh, you know, and I've you know the movie's been around, so I've, I feel like I've seen parts of it when mm-hmm. it's on TV, but I haven't watched the whole thing in its entirety. Yeah, speaking of Superbad, I mean the star of Superbad, Jonah Hill, and of course. In Booksmart, it's Jonah Jonah Hill's younger sister, Beanie Feldstein. And yes, they're, you know, siblings, not half siblings. Jonah Hill's real name isn't Jonah Hill. It's actually Feldstein as well. And, you know, Beanie was great. I thought she was fantastic uh, in this movie. Really, really fun to watch. 
really really enjoyed her yeah i loved her in ladybird oh, but yeah. here we were able to really see a side of her um with more more depth more depth yeah more acting and it was great it was funny she was hilarious she delivered her lines and portrayed her character in a way that i loved i i really like both the main characters oh yeah for sure oh, yeah. You know, amy and, and molly yeah both of them but then i actually i think beanie did a better job is that is that harsh no i think caitlin dever was fantastic yeah she's yeah. fantastic i think i just like beanie just a little more i think beanie yeah. feels, i think the role of amy or i'm excusing molly that beanie had to play allowed for more acting but i think they're both fantastic i don't think there could be one without the other as you know if you watch the movie they're like a duo dynamic duo and the chemistry was fantastic was phenomenal and without that chemistry i don't think book smart would be this good yeah i heard that in preparation for this movie they actually roomed together for oh. 10 weeks so wow, i guess that could be a reason why their chemistry is great yeah i think olivia wilde really want them to like build a connection that's smart it's like sort of like method acting in that sense yeah in a way building that chemistry i mean they are bffs in this movie and you know they totally sold it i totally could believe them being bffs in real life i thought it was fantastic uh yeah the two of them killed it and the writing behind like you said chris earlier the script she delivered her lines very well, but the lines were written amazingly well. I mean, just fantastic, fantastic scripts all around. Yeah, I think a very underrated part is like they they have so many inside jokes between one another in the film, but they don't do that much of a time explaining it. So it's pretty realistic, you know. Like um, when they said like Malala, like they had they did there wasn't any explanation There's really no prior. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But then it's just yeah. There's a bunch of inside jokes as any like duo would have. So I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah, I think it's a really, uh, I think that their relationship, their relationship is really charming, and the script is charming. It's hilarious, it's witty. Uh, I think it's like you said earlier, Krista. It's a coming of age movie, but it's not saturated, or you know, it's very original, and it's that's tough to do in a coming of age, this sort of genre. And you know, the characters are very easy to love. I really wanted to be their friend, and that's I think that's tough to do in you know, sort of a this sort of setting a teenage high school movies a lot of times i mean most of the time at least for me the characters are obnoxious and annoying but you know in this movie not just uh not just amy and molly i thought almost everyone you know they were cool i mean all the characters were actually really nice yeah like a lot of high school movies like i said it's, you know bullies versus nerds or you know that sort of perspective but if you really think about it this movie had no villain it's more of the setting you know the situation versus the characters themselves and you know that's really refreshing and you know it's very bold to do to do that and i thought olivia wilde succeeded uh for sure with book smart and not having a traditional sort of antagonist the whole film like the format is pretty interesting it's kind of like an adventure almost like they go from this place to this like house to house party to party trying to find a mixed party i thought that was interesting it led to a lot of like different scenarios and like different like situations for jokes like the i think one of my favorite scenes is the whole lift ride when they get their principal as the lift driver yeah yeah oh man that the cardi b joke i think that's my favorite oh, joke oh that's the best one <laughs> <laughs> oh such a good joke <laughs> sorry oh man it, 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 was a, it was a hilarious joke i think this movie has so many great one-liners just just fantastic there's so many great quotes the um triple a 
Yeah, she's hilarious. Um, she has a name. She has a name. Uh, Annabelle. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I good hand, good. I give good hand jobs, but I also got fifteen sixty on the SAT. <laughs> you I know, know I, how do you make it into early action to Yale with just a Ryan had some beef with that. You want to go off on that, Ryan? I mean, it's just like, is that all she did? Like, get a fifteen sixty. Like, that's not how you just. I mean, I guess they didn't. I don't know what she does in school exactly, but. Just the fifteen sixteen SAT to get into Yale. I, I don't really believe that. But you know, that's the the only gripe I have really. Yeah, I know that's not that's probably not all she had to do, but that's just the way they made it sound. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on um just like the whole getting into college thing? Because the movie is set, you know, class of twenty nineteen. That's literally your age, right? I mean, congrats by the way, you just graduated high school. Thank you. Thank hey you. Yo. UCLA, I mean bound. Exciting times. They actually dropped the UCLA thing. A it's based times. in Los the movie is set in Los Angeles. Yeah, they like went to like the library thing. They had like the UCLA library cards. Yeah, and just to come back to the plot of the of the movie. So it's about, you know, Molly and Amy. They're two, you know, girls, geeky, nerdy, and they've never been to a party their whole high school career and Pretty much the, the the plot of the movie revolves around them going to their first high school movie the day before graduation. And, you know, it's, it's a fun, fun journey. It's kind of like a buddy cop movie. Uh, the chemistry is there. The two of them, you know, uh, going through this adventure. But, yeah, it's cool how it's set in Los Angeles. And, you know, they, what, break into a UCLA library? I mean, you're going to UCLA, Ryan. Pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I It's really interesting that you call it like a buddy cop film because now that you actually say it, I actually like see it, but I never thought of it like that before. Um, yeah, I think the whole film, I just really like their chemistry, as you said before. Um, but I think the other character, I think uh, there's other characters I really like as well. I think Miss Fine. Oh, she's Miss just Fine? Like, yeah, yeah, she's really funny. Um, Jared. Jared, yeah. Jared's I think I actually wish I saw more of um, Amy's parents. Mm. Mm. Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, they had like, well, two minutes, but I thought that was a... Uh, incredibly tense but i would love to see a movie of just that i mean they seem very like you know welcoming of you know <laughs> amy and molly and you know amy is queer you korean know, face masks korean face masks <laughs> i mean they're very inclusive and they seem like cool characters that have a lot of depth to them i mean all the all the minor character characters in this movie fantastic i mean Gigi is hilarious i think she had the best like callback jokes like her callback joke of her appearing at every party again and again i thought that was a little funny it, to me it didn't get old uh, all the jokes to me uh in this movie hit uh you know jared is hilarious the the principal mr brown i mean what, J jason sudeikis plays him he's hilarious uh you know a lot of a lot of funny characters in this movie and even the the side characters like ryan and um the pizza George. guy the pizza guy the pizza yeah. guy nick too i mean even nick is like supposed to be I feel like in different movies, if someone else did book smart, same plot, sort of plot, Nick would be, you know, very, very generic. But in a way, you still kind of want to know about Nick. I mean, yeah, I think the movie makes it so that you're interested in all the characters. And it did a great job at that. I feel like they could have easily made Nick like a dick. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like he was like portrayed as that. But then I like how like no one is like unreasonably like mean. Like Except bad, Molly, you know? right? Isn't Molly the meanest character if you really think about it? She's yeah, she's she really is. bossy to Amy, and everyone else in the movie is actually really nice. And Molly's probably the meanest one, which is you know it's kind of refreshing. Like the you know one of the main characters is, I guess, the most antagonist like, and it's, it's cool. 
I think it's interesting how this movie kind of strays away from like the main character kind of being stereotyped and kind of proving others wrong, where in this movie, the main character kind of stereotypes the people around her and they kind of prove her wrong. Do you guys want to get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I totally feel that. Yeah. No, like she, she labels them as, you know, yeah, these underachieving, like popular girls or jocks or whatever, but they're, you know, actually really in-depth people. And yeah, I, I totally get where you're coming from there, Krista. I, I think probably as from a viewing experience, one of the best parts was the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, the soundtrack's mm. great. There's so many great artists. They had uh, two Discovery songs. Shout out Rostam, Batman Lejig from Vampire Weekend. <laughs> I mean, that's my guy right there. They had some Death Grips. Uh, they had some DJ Shadow. They had some Perfume Genius. Some Perfume Genius. They had some uh, Run the Jewels. It was really, really great. They had some... Uh, as well as a Cardi B. <laughs> they had Lizzo. A really, really great soundtrack. Uh, normally, you know, we watch movies that have an you know, original score. And obviously, there's movies with, you know, soundtrack from various artists. But this one really knocked it out of the park. And, you know, it really excelled. You know what this kind of this whole movie kind of reminds me of? Or just, like, even, like, the production and everything? It kind of reminds me of, like, a high school version of 8th grade. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I okay, see it. Coming I of age, it. yeah. I mean, I think... Eighth grade was better than this, but I still think they're very similar. But just like one is in middle school, I guess, and one is I think it goes beyond that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, obviously, the premise of uh, eighth grade and the like the main character she's different from like Molly and Amy, but I think it's just you know they're both like directorial debuts, and then they also they had like share a couple of songs too on the soundtrack mm. together. So this kind of reminded me of one another. Yeah, Booksmart is definitely more bowed. And I think it takes more risk. But I do agree that I think 8th Grade is an overall better movie. Uh, I do think Booksmart is funnier. I think the jokes really hit for me. Uh, I think, you know, it being rated R, they were allowed more flexibility and just going all out. And, uh, yeah, both are great movies, though. I, I see the comparison there. I think, I feel like I agree that Booksmart, or I agree that 8th Grade is a better Bookmark. movie. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay, I agree on, that Krista. eighth grade is a better movie, but I feel like Book Smart will last longer culturally. I see that, like super bad. Like yeah. totally the comparison right there. And will hit more with audiences. I think the problem is like people need to watch the movie. Yeah. No one's watching yeah. Book Smart. I think it's sort of struggling at the box office. And I was about to go into that point. Great point to bring that up. I think it is like a lot of coming of age movies, it has limited appeal. Um, you sort of have to be in that, you know, that range, that age range that the movie targets. And, you know, if you're like, I mean, no offense if you're 60 years old and you really like it, but I'd say most 60 year old people wouldn't, you know, be interested in watching this movie. And the, the appeal is limited, but I mean, go out and see this. It is fantastic. And like you say, it's not like, obviously it didn't reach like projected levels in their box office but it's, I mean it didn't lose money far from it I mean the budget mm. is only six million it's a very indie film but then as of right now a couple of weeks after I'll tell you like what four three three four weeks after it released the box office like 20 million so they made 14 million as of right now which is yeah, great that's great but yeah I wish more people saw it for sure I mean at this season I don't want to be like that pretentious guy mm-hmm. but I don't think there's that many good movies to watch and people are just skipping out on this one I think they're missing out yeah I think it opened like 6th in the box office Ooh. like first weekend not the highest should be higher yeah I think like you said earlier it's gonna be that cultural phenomenon you're gonna look back on in 10 years 
uh, I keep making this comparison of like super bad, but uh, I think it's like the female version, but it's not overly feminist by any means. It's really funny. It's written by females. It's directed by female. And you really feel that, but uh, I think it's much more than that. Um, I think it's great. It's it's a fresh and I'd say accomplished entry into this like high school movie sort of genre. That's much that actually adds to the genre, but it's not just like a satire, like a subversion to the genre. I think it's it's a fresh, welcoming um, addition to the genre. And uh, yeah, I guess if I had to label it a catchphrase, if you will, I, I guess is the female super bad but it's definitely much much more than just a copy of super bad for sure and i kind of like they kind of did like a feminist kind of stereotype the rbg thing. rbg yeah. like elizabeth michelle warren obama. right yeah I'm elizabeth warren's like bumper sticker they have like michelle obama the queen was a queen of jordan reference that's funny <laughs> i mean what kind of movie makes that reference that's like a coming of age movie i mean hilarious just so many really thought out jokes and smart jokes yeah, it, for a comedy, it's very elevated, I'd say. And there's, like, a bunch of, like, creative, like, takes. Like, there's the one scene where they, like, hallucinate and turn to dolls. Oh. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was good. The animation was great. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of, like, almost like Adult Swim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I totally got that vibe. Yeah, it is a really... That was a... It's it was very, bold. It was bold. It was bold. Like, the movie... Honestly, I couldn't predict this movie. Like, a lot of movies you can kind of predict. This one is like, where is it going? Like, that, when they got high and hallucinated and became, it became, like, animated dolls. Totally took a twist. I especially liked when they were leaving their house and they thought that they were still dolls. And you could see them (laughs) kind of walking stiff. Yeah. That was really funny. In that scene, the, um, I forget the actor, but, um, Noah, Noah Galvin, who plays George, and he's hilarious. The, The theater guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he's hilarious. I mean, there's a lot of great side characters, like we said. Just hilarious, hilarious people. Yeah, the, like I said, the movie took such a twist here and there, and it's really, really refreshing. I love it. They didn't really stick to a traditional arch movie, like plot arch, but I really enjoyed it. And the Ryan and Nick plot twist, I didn't see it coming. Did you guys see it coming? I did not. I did. I feel like some people probably did. Ryan and Nick, though? I thought, like, okay, there I would didn't. be a twist, but not that specific I, I twist. Didn't, I didn't see it coming, yeah. personally. I wish we knew more about Ryan. I think Ryan is actually one of the more interesting characters in this movie as well. Uh, just a lot, of, a lot of great. Gigi I is just funny. I like Jared's character arc. Yeah. Jared. <laughs> like, his background is rich family. And obviously, he wants to, like, fill that, I guess, hole, like, having friends and... Uh, he has that one scene he's talking to Molly they're sitting down I think you really you know learn more about him and obviously at graduation she goes up and kisses him and you know I think it's kind of a satisfying ending to that little side plot but yeah I would totally want to know more about Jared he's a very interesting character with great acting as well so like obviously you guys thought it was like a funny movie uh, you know, I think do you, th- do you guys think it's like a good feminist movie by any means would you label this like a you know good movie for feminism but I think I think it was for me. But it was not overly preachy, if you get what I'm saying. I would say it's a pretty good feminist movie. I mean, it does also like kind of poke fun at it mm-hmm. itself, yeah. you know. Like, it kind of makes the characters overly feminist almost. So like, <laughs> it's like kind Mal- of a satire. Yeah, you know, like dropping like Malala and everything. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't. I don't. I think it did its it job w- and it wasn't pretentious. Like it wasn't trying to make a statement. It just happened to be like oh, like feminist characters, and that's okay. You know, I like it. I think it was a little more than like it happens to be a feminist character, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it was intent. 
intentful and I thought it accomplished what it set out to be without overdoing it. And I thought that was like an underrated part of this movie. Yeah, it's a great coming of age movie. Yeah, it's a great comedy. Uh, but it's also a great and powerful, you know, feminist movie and, you know, led by powerful uh, two characters, Amy and Molly. Uh, I think this that factor of this movie will be, you know, remembered for years to come. That's an important factor of this movie, I think. I think the best part of the movie is like it never tried to be serious necessarily. I mean, they did have some serious scenes, but like the movie as a whole, it just kind of wanted to be funny. And original and creative and i think just that focus on boldness and the comedy as opposed to like trying to get a message is probably what made book smart really good yeah beyond the the plot and the characters and i actually thought the cinematography was actually really good i mean it definitely wasn't you know cinematography oscar nominated but i thought it was actually really good that one scene where uh, I think Amy's going to the pool. Oh, yeah, yeah. One yeah, take, cool. yeah. the entire sequence. I want to bring that up because that was beautifully shot. And, you know, she's like underwater and like the whole... The music s- kind of surrounding. Yeah, it cuts. I think, I think it starts when she's at the karaoke or it cuts back to the karaoke. She goes through the room after she sees uh, Ryan and uh, Nick or... No, she sees them she, in the, the pool. The pool. Oh, she sees them in the she pool. Yeah. Right. yeah, and it cuts back. To, it's still, it's all one take. I think that's fantastic. And I also the the argument scene with her and Molly, the whole entire argument was one take, no cuts. So you know, beautiful acting there. I mean, that's that's a tough scene to pull off, and they did it well. And you know, it fades out, the music plays, and you know, it ends with a you know, very very uh, emphatic like "f you," but you see it mouth, you know, and like people are pulling out their phone cameras. That's all in one take, and I, I thought that was great too. Great choice by Olivia Wilde to do that. I thought it made a more lasting impression. I think even on like the scenes where like nothing necessarily big is happening, I don't think any of the shots were boring. It wasn't just like front shot and reverse shot, you know, it wasn't just static. I think all the shots, they at least tried to do something interesting, which is, I appreciate that. I think it's it's nice that like, they put thought and effort into the cinematography, which sometimes all of these comedy films just they don't. brush over. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was very, very all around and it's, much more in depth than just a comedy movie in you know the plot and everything and the meaning but also the technical aspects it's, it's an underrated aspect of this movie and you know every little bit you can you know bring up the music the music was great i think i think that for me there's no flaw there's no big glaring flaw you can't say this is you know this issue with this movie i think in at least every aspect or category it's strong yeah i think the only flaw i guess that it's kind of a niche movie that's it but right we I, I happen to hit and happen to fit into the demographic and I really enjoy it. Yeah, I think it was definitely worth the price of admission for sure. And I would definitely watch this again in the future because it's definitely rewatchable. It's a yeah, like I said, I think it's gonna be a cool classic. Yeah, I feel like I'll definitely rewatch this movie also and I know that I would just laugh at all the same jokes that I laughed at the first time. Yeah, fantastic movie. Would definitely recommend uh go out and see this. What do you guys think of this movie? Overall, would you go out and see this again, or would you recommend it to you know anyone or everyone? Yes, I for recommend sure, it sure. to everyone. Everyone should watch it in theaters so that it can make more money in the box office. And yeah, this movie deserves your money. That's plain and simple. Yeah, this go mo- support this movie. Please go support this movie. You know we want good movies, and not gonna lie, here in what June twenty nineteen, there's not that many good movies in theaters, and. You know, we just want more movies all around and go support the good ones. Like this one, please. 
I know on a first glance too, it's like, oh, it's another like coming of age comedy, teen movie, partying. Right. I think it's it's so much more than that. And then just going out, just just watch it for yourself. I think it's hilariously funny, and nothing, no trailers, no posters, nothing. Don't, don't, don't spoil like comedy movies, especially if you know they're gonna be good. If the trailers spoil the jokes. Just go on, see, let's watch please. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in the next one.